Hey guys, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Beth and Katie, founders of Pre-PA Clinic, and we are so happy you are here. If you are pre-PA, then you are in the right place, and we are so excited to help you get accepted to PA school. One myth out there is that you have to be a perfect candidate to get accepted to PA school, and we are here to tell you it is simply not true. We have years of experience working at PA schools, reviewing CASPA applications, deciding who to interview, and deciding who to accept. And guess what? You can absolutely get accepted to PA school without perfect stats. And we are here to show you exactly how to apply to PA school the right way so you can get accepted. You have probably heard about our application to acceptance course, also known as A to A course, and have seen the testimonials from all the applicants that have been accepted because of this course. A to A is invaluable for showing you how to pick the right PA schools that value your strengths and are more willing to overlook weaknesses, creating your strongest application that stands out to programs so that they are really excited to interview you, deep diving into each and every part of your CASPA application to make sure you are highlighting yourself the right way, how to answer interview questions so you crush your interview, and so much more. We literally walk you through creating your strongest, most competitive application. So if you haven't joined A to A yet, definitely get in and let's put together your most outstanding PA school application. We are so excited to see you in the private A to A group and can't wait to hear which PA schools you land interviews at and where you decide to attend. Sign up in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. And in today's episode, I want to talk about PAs and providing primary care or providing care for patients in HPSA and MUA areas. So we'll talk about what those mean, give you some numbers, and give you some hope for those PAs or PPAs who are interested in these areas. So the NCCPA recently did a study. And in this study, almost 23% of PAs provide care in either HPSAs or MUAs. Now, an HPSA is a health professional shortage area, and an MUA is a medically underserved area. So if you see these acronyms, that is what they are referring to. So 23%, almost a fourth of all PAs work in these areas, which is fantastic because a lot of these areas have unmet medical concerns, have healthcare disparities in rural and underserved communities. So this is amazing. In this article, it is mentioned that PAs bring a unique blend of clinical experience and compassion to their work. And I think this is really key, and I really think it hits the head on what makes the PA profession so different from other medical professions. I truly think that PAs are the most compassionate profession, and I truly believe that we don't just provide care, but we also care about our patients. It's not just healthcare. It's actual physically caring about our patients. It's listening to them. It's providing patient education and giving everything they need to take control of their own health. So it goes beyond just providing healthcare, just ordering labs, just describing medications. I really think that they hit the nail on their head when they talk about this unique blend of clinical expertise in addition to compassion. And I really do think that that is where the PA profession shines. Another interesting fact of the study is that PAs who identify as Black or African American or Latino were found to be more likely to provide care in these areas. So PAs who identify as minorities are more likely to work in medically underserved area or healthcare professional shortage areas. Also, people who reside in rural areas and people who reside in these HPSA areas or MUA areas before PA school are more likely to go back to these areas and provide care there. And that's really interesting too because there is a push in a lot of PA programs to increase diversity, right? To increase the enrollment of students from 
rural or medically underserved areas. And one of the reasons is, is because a lot of people think, hey, these students are more likely to go back to these areas because they're from there. And this study proves that. It kind of says that, hey, these PAs are the most likely to go to these areas and keep providing care. So I think that's absolutely fantastic. In addition, it also mentions PAs that are bilingual, so that communicate with patients in languages other than English, are also more likely to practice in under-resourced communities. And that's also an interesting fact. So our bilingual PAs are more likely to go to these areas and provide care for these patients, which is great because we know that sometimes our patients are bilingual or sometimes our patients are monolingual and don't speak a lot of English. So those of you who do have a second language that you speak, it just makes you that much better of a provider for these patients. So the findings here in this study suggest that personal experiences, cultural backgrounds, upbringings, etc., can influence APA's decision to work in under-resourced communities like MUAs or HPSAs. So this is really, really exciting because in order to improve healthcare disparities and improve access to quality care for underserved populations, we need to have healthcare providers who are willing to work in those populations. So really, really interesting study. Again, I think it really highlights all that PAs are doing to work with the underserved, work in rural areas, work in healthcare professional shortage areas, and really make a difference to the patients in those areas. And combining their clinical expertise, their compassion for their work, I think PAs are doing amazing things. So we just wanted to bring this episode to you so you can understand the huge impact PAs are having for patients and for underserved communities everywhere. If you're ready to create your best PA school application and learn everything you need to be doing right now to get ready for the new CASPA cycle to open in just a few months, then don't miss jumping over to the episode notes and signing up for our free three-day PA school application workshop that is happening January 28th through the 30th. Three days of showing you how to create your strongest, most competitive PA school application so that you are ready to apply early when the new cycle opens. From personal statement writing to CASPA paragraph writing to picking the right programs for you for your highest chances of acceptance, we are going to be covering it. Don't miss this huge opportunity, our free three-day PA school application workshop. Head over to the episode notes and sign up. We can't wait to see you there. Catch you at the next episode.